Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. Good morning, beautiful souls. It's Chef Wendell. And Alan, and guess what? It's, you found us. Here we are, the Live Right Now podcast. Yeah. Actually, we never left. We've been here all the time waiting for you. So welcome back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Hey, numbers looking good on the podcast, aren't yeah. they? Keep going up and up and up. And we appreciate every Everybody. single person oh my gosh. who listens. So yeah, it's, it's just fantastic because people are kind of, uh, they're getting it, Alan. And I think that, you know, and we know what our mission is. is Absolutely. To, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit more today. We've been, you know, kind of talking about this in general over the last you know, um, several weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of what we're here for to start with. It's the kind of the topic of what we do. That's right. I mean, not just plant-based diet, not but just you know, the whole spirituality and mm-hmm. food. And I mean, it, it, the mindful living is you know, kind of where it all comes together. It's, oh, that's you know, so it's, true. It's that, that yeah. recipe. And, and that recipe, you know, if you were to put a title on it, might be something along the lines of I don't know what would you call it. Well, the new word is the new word that you hear out there being tossed around a lot now is called lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that we need to change, yeah, and that's so. what we're doing. It's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's it's food, exercise, spirituality, and you know. Um, do you remember last week when I called you up and you said, Alan, Alan, you wouldn't believe. Uh-huh. Um, I, 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 I was um, honored to be the moderator um, of a panel of four doctors at, from Indiana University. Mm-hmm. And these are some big dudes. One was like head, one of the big mucky mucks in the Department of Medicine. Uh, one was the physician for the employees of Eli Lilly Corporate Center. Mm-hmm. One was uh, one of the main um, heads of the pain management department. And these are all on campus at the Teaching University of Indiana University and in, right here in Indianapolis. Yeah. So, you know, some of the ones who would you know, pull a lot of weight in, in their, oh, their industry. Indeed, indeed. So, and, and, and yeah, we. we we sort of knock the medical industry a little bit, but fact of the matter is, maybe they deserve a little bit more credit because some of them are, are coming around some. too. I, that's the key word, some, you know, and I'm doing air quotes here. Well, but I mean, these, these guys are, are, you know, some of the, the big hitters here. Yeah, these guys are, but you go, but then you got the old time doctor, bless their hearts, you know, the, the, they're way up there in their age and they're so set in their ways that this is also new to them. That they, they're not, actually, they're not really interested at this point in their career to changing the way they've done medicine for their entire life. And I, I kind of dig that the human nature aspect of it. But here I am, there was a movie that, that has just been produced, it's called Code Blue, and I'm not necessarily promoting here to promote the movie, but that's the movie that we watched. And then afterwards, I moderated a panel of these four, uh, there were four people. One was a, uh, a representative, Dr. Neil Bernard, the, uh, the uh, physical fitness uh, dude here in town. I'm not sure exactly what the name of the uh, the the company that he he oversees, but it's a national. Anyway, very credible people. Sarah, I'm standing mm-hmm. there. I take the stage and I, I walk up, and I've done a few interviews like this before where I kind of directed the conversation. But the questions, you know, that I started asking these guys, and I started listening to the answers. And Alan, it was like I was listening to you and me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and, I, and my jaw kind of went. 
cook. <laughs> and I'm going, these guys, I mean, I know what we're preaching is not new. It's been right. around for a long time. But when you hear it on stage, and I... Uh, and coming from people wearing white coats. From white coats. <laughs> and they're talking about, yes, it's food. Yes, it's, it's, it's exercise. But it's also mindfulness and, and a centering of oneself and meditation and mm -hmm. calming your down, getting control of the mind. In other words, doing everything you can outside of medicine to stay happy and centered. And that kind of comes from, well, people who go to church regularly are happier. People who are spiritually grounded seem to be happier. Mm -hmm. When we hang our hat on something bigger than ourselves. Um, but it, but it's, it's so wonderful when you stand up there and I'm, I'm getting... 100% validation for what, we, what 20 years ago or 15 years ago, people were laughing at me openly. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I you know, I put a bullseye on my back because I stood for, yes, Earth has everything. God created everything we need. We don't need man to give God a hand. Then someone comes up to me, Alan, you've heard this before. Well, God gave us the knowledge to do all this stuff, so yeah, we, we can improve on God's work because he gave us the knowledge. Well, Alan, I think that's false hubris, and I think that's pretty arrogant. Uh, well, he, he gave us the knowledge to use what we're given. <laughs> but not to graft no, absolutely uh, the hand not. of God. No, you'll, you'll never be able to outdo your maker. No. I mean, it, there, there was once a gospel play called Your Arms Are Too Short to Box with God, and it, that's kind of what comes to mind here. You know, we're, 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 we're swinging and swinging and swinging, and we're just we're never reaching the mark. That's amazing. But you know, but but it's but it was so 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 rewarding to stand there and know you know we've made progress, Alan. Well, Not we, necessarily you and me. We have, of course, but I mean, as a society, we are moving forward. Well, I mean, the people of that stature would come together to talk about something like this uh, as. You know, Code Blue has been, you know, kind of pulled everybody together. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's maybe a quick synopsis of mm -hmm. what Code Blue is, too, because I mean, that's you know, all of that we've been talking about. Precisely, I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, all of these these mm -hmm. things, and so that's what mm -hmm. that movie is about. Exactly. And so then to discuss it with all mm -hmm. of these people mm -hmm. who have this kind of prominence in their mm -hmm. own community to say, you know, maybe we've been doing this not quite the right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe there's a better way, and maybe yeah. it's a, the way that we were given from the start. Oh, it's great. Well, you know, as we know, at the turn of the century, a hundred years ago, we were directed away from naturopathic and nature and put on the path of pharma. But that's okay. Over the years of, you know, but it, it, we've been bludgeoned and exploited and malnourished and our temples, you know, desperately needs our help. And that's kind of what this is all about. Um, the, it's, you know, what is life? What, it, what exactly is lifestyle medicine? So that was, I asked them before I did the interview, I said, well, kind of explain to me what it is. Yeah, well, so what, you, what is this thing called lifestyle medicine? Yeah, so, so give us a definition. So I just, yeah, yeah, so I went to the, and this came from the president of the, uh, of the university. Um, but lifestyle medicine is in, here's the, here's the definition, the use of evidence-based, that's important, lifestyle therapeutic approaches, such as predominantly whole food, plant-based diet, yay, regular physical activity, Adequate sleep, stress management, avoidance of risky substances, I would probably say, you know, street drugs, and other non-drug modalities to prevent, treat, and oftentimes reverse lifestyle-related chronic disease that's all too prevalent 
even in old age. Sound familiar, Alan? It, it certainly does. <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, you look at that definition, and you think, well, you know, lifestyle-based disease. Well, you know, you you dig into the facts, you dig into the research, mm -hmm. and and it will tell you most of what we have is largely attributed, or can can be attributed to our lifestyle. Oh yeah, and the standard American diet that we've been said, oh, it came to us 100 years ago, hey look, you know what, if you follow these guidelines and take these much vitamins, you'll live a healthier life. Well, we know that's a, a crock up. The primitive standard American diet, it, 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 it's food industry policed, Alan, and it creates disease, and that's the, the food pyramid that we were given, you know was subsidized by the dairy and meat industries. Uh, it's totally biased, and um, has caused endless preventable suffering from chronic mental and physical diseases. And this came from JAMA, which is the mountaintop, you know, mm -hmm. peer-reviewed science. Everybody signed off on this. But the good news is, Alan, and I have to keep focusing on the new, is this being widely abandoned for a more of a compassionate diet, which we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Cell-nourishing, scientific di dietary knowledge regarding what we call the stewardship, which God wants us to take care of our body. We're not stewarding our body. We're, we're thinking that we can beat the crap out of it and then go take a pill and everything's okay. It's like going to Sunday church and thinking, oh, I can atone for all the crap I did all week long by saying two prayers here and asking forgiveness. It doesn't work that way. It's a no, daily it's, thing. I mean, you gotta change your eating pattern. Yeah. I mean, you've gotta change your your thought process exactly. and you've gotta change your activity. Exactly. You know, and realize what we are, we're just, we're just basically, you know, an energy field that's connected to Earth and the galaxies and virtually all that is. So by connecting to a plant-based diet, that's like plugging into the universe and plugging into the Earth and plugging into source. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's not just something that you change for a few days or weeks or months and you get yourself back on track no. and then you can go back to what you're doing. You have to change what you're doing and change the way that you're Exactly. living and approaching your life to mm -hmm. start with. Change, there's that word change. Oh, change. <laughs> so change, you know, you hear, everybody's, every, change is the most guaranteed thing in life, but it's the thing we fight the most, isn't well, it? It's changes, change can be very scary. It can be very scary, yeah, I understand. It's like that people who screw that little nut on the bolt all day long, who love that job and only doing one thing are scared to step outside that and go do something else. And you know, we, we gotta get out of our comfort levels. Look at this, I mean, look at some of these numbers. About three-fourths of the population um, in America has an eating pattern that is just low in vegetables, fruits, dairy, and, and the good fats. Uh, more than half of the population is meeting or exceeding, is not meeting uh, the total grain or protein recommendations. Um, and we're way eating way too many added sugars, sat fats, and, and, and sodium, you know. And a lot of that has to do with not going and choosing your food from the whole food, but going and taking the easy way out and, well, that's and, kind and of what picking, we've done. Out, picking yeah. up it in a box or picking yeah. up prepackaged somehow. America's you know, gotten. You know, letting somebody else make it yeah. for you and, mm -hmm. and taking the, the lazy way out. And we've grown accustomed to these lovely conveniences. And I think convenience is a, is a cause of sickness in America, I really think. But you know, why do you think, why do you think man insists on, on improving on God, you know? The, why do you think that happens? Is it power, control? I kind of think yeah. that's what it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's all about that. But you know, it, you know, as as we've talked on you know, other episodes here, you got to follow the money. You know, where's unfortunately, you know, where who's making the money off of it? Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, money is power, and power, you know, can 
corrupt and oh, well, really? <laughs> and, well, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, as they that's say. That's right. And, and, well, we and, got a little, and, we got a gene, we got some, some DNA thing that's happening. There. And, and the more influence, <laughs> you know, they have, the more influence they want, and the more money that they need to make in order to control more people to yeah. to follow this vision that makes them money, but isn't any good for us. Our species needs to survive, Alan. I mean, we're not doing a lot. We're already looking for another place to live on Mars, you know, and uh, because we've taken everything we can from this planet, you know, eventually Earth will shrug us off like fleas on a dog's back because we have, we've neglected God's pharmacy, you know. The open field, the valleys, the mountains, the rivers and waters, crisscrossing and circling the Earth, that's where Gaia provided everything that we need, you know. And if we use Gaia correctly, we will be healthy and we'll be blessed with long years of life. You know, people used to die of old age. <laughs> and now they die of, you know, whatever disease they, you know, they decide in cancer. Um, but I want to grow older. I'm a little older than you, but, you know, I'm going to be, I want to live a fulfilling uh, golden years and I want to experience ripe old age. And, and you know, because someday I'm going to leave this earth and I'll step across from earth into eternity and, and, Finally, I'll know all the answers to all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, and, and therein lies, you know, part of what we're talking about, this whole lifestyle medicine. You know, you, you found the, the diet and, you know, you started preaching to people, you know, the, this way that you found and the, the whole lifestyle of you know, thinking good, more mm -hmm. pure thoughts. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. that, that's another point in this whole lifestyle medicine is that the spirituality, the, the, and the purpose, you know, if, mm -hmm. if you are sitting around idly without a lot of a purpose in your life, a reason for being, then none of this is really going to matter. You, you, and you found your purpose. We found our purpose with, with this to help other people go out and do the things that will help them to find some some meaning in their life to give them the energy to go out and, and and do what it is that they're here to do as well i mean so you know if you are a person who is just sitting around on your couch all day sitting there eating m m's or you know what you know <laughs> with your dog snacking on bonbons and you know you're not going to be very motivated no, to go out and 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 make the most of yourself no, um, totally and and you're not going to be the one who wants to go and find that healthy diet to you know find the next recipe that's you know have those healthy vegetables and you know what you know what am i going to be able to do with my zucchini today or you know or you know whatever it happens to be that's why you get my cookbooks that's right eat, eat right now you can find them at chefwindle.com right. chefwindle go to the books page and i'll mail one to you immediately <laughs> but uh if if you have that purpose and meaning you're more likely to want to be the best Absolutely. of of yourself so that you can fulfill that purpose right. I mean it's it's a it's a gigantic circle mm -hmm. that it's you know I mean I, I won't say the circle of life because that's been taken but, <laughs> but I know what you say but it's just yeah <clears throat> but you know, you know the food leads to the motivation leads to the energy to exactly and, and, and kind know, of a new you I mean uh, I've seen like personally when I started eating healthy um, I found out I had skills I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. I was a great cook. I could chef it up here and chef it up there and cook for presidents and ball teams. And but when I started eating better, I realized I had more uh, esoteric skills I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. Writing and speaking. And, and I'm going, wow, 
I was blunting my own ability to become the best version of ourselves, which is what our show's about. So I yeah. dug right into this diet and it, it, it changed me, you know, I, but I had to, Alan, it wasn't a, it wasn't a sprint. It was a marathon. It didn't, sure. it didn't happen overnight. You know, a yeah. lifestyle. You're at, you're changing a lifestyle. You're well, changing and the years thing is, of behavior. And you look back though, and you're still using those skills that you had before. You've just grown. It, well, that's it's the broader view. It's like it's like the religion that I was brought in when I grew up with. I they only showed me what I you know they put blinders on me. I call them church blinders. But then I still believe what I believe, but I believe a wider, broader version of everything that I was taught. And that's about food. There's so much more that we don't know that we haven't been told. And what you haven't been told is probably more powerful and helpful to you than what you have been told. Well, we, we try to create a God for ourselves that is within our understanding. Yes. And that just is not so, I mean, right. God, God is, is beyond our understanding. And we put a face on him so we relate. God is an intelligence and an energy that we can't even begin to comprehend. Because right. we are energy, you are energy, I am energy, this cup, all God's chilling, this little yellow pen right here, and this blue <laughs> pen, you know, they're all energy, everything vibrates. And why we don't understand that, I don't understand. But you know, Christ was vibration, love is vibration. Sun is a vibration, earth is a vibration, a thought is a vibration, a color is a vibration. And once we kind of understand those principles, we understand that why the food we eat has to have a vibration. Mm -hmm. So when we eat dead food that doesn't vibe, then when we eat it, it actually diminishes our frequency. You know, they say and, the healthiest and, diet is one where you eat the rainbow. I mean, the yes, more colors yes. on your plate, the healthier it is. But the closer it is to the time it was ripped out of the earth, and how it was stored and the way it was grown definitely affects what happens to us when we eat it. And this energy thing is so powerful. But that's a lifestyle, this lifestyle medicine, they even talk about this in the lecture. They're talking about eating fresh, highly vibrational food. So Alan, what we're talking about is, is the new, is the new, is the revolutioning. We're seeing the revolution, the revolution of food health, or healthcare right now. The whole system is being revamped. It's gonna take a while. It's not gonna be overnight because there's gonna be there's too much money involved in a change. There's too much money being made on the system that currently exists. So the whole idea to get rid over this kind of stuff, Alan, is to I'm not sure this is in the context, but physician heal thyself. I'm not sure what the Bible meant that. Maybe it was talking to physicians, telling physicians to heal themselves. But I believe we're all physicians. We all the ability to heal, and we can heal ourselves when we give our holy temple, our body, our earth suit the proper tools it needs to build the house that we live in. I've seen the other day, there's this movie with Will Smith on TV called This One Big, This One Crazy Rock or something One like. Strange Rock. One Strange Rock. Yep. And they interview astronauts. And the astronaut was talking, and this guy had spent an extraordinary amount of time circling the Earth, having, and looking down at Earth and having time to really ponder the, you know, the wonderful things of life. And he said, you know, I looked at my hand, and he says, this is not the same hand I even had a year ago. My, every, my whole body replaces itself mm -hmm. entirely every year. He says, and what you put in your body is what your body uses to rebuild you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of, we weren't taught that. We weren't taught, oh, you eat it. I remember my mother and my father saying, you can eat all this garbage you want because your body, God made your body so it could take care. Well, you know, that hasn't worked out too well for us in America. Your body doesn't deal with everything that you put in it. Well, you, you, well. Your, body, your body can survive it. 
but not but, but a much but shorter it, length of time. <laughs> but it's it will only survive. It will not thrive. Well, there there's the big distinction. Do you want? Do you just want to like survive and get by with it, or do you want to like flurry? Oh my God, seventy years out of let's say two hundred and fifty million years is nothing. <laughs> the time we have here is is just extraordinary, short. But we can conclude, though, that, you know, we really need to, heart disease number one in America right now. Cancer slowly in. By 2020, 2030, half the world's population have cancer because we've given it to ourselves. And, and all of these things, we've, you know, like, as you say, we, we've done this to ourselves. The, the American diet, you know, all of these processed foods and all of this, you know, the sugars and the, mm -hmm. the, the, the junk that we're putting into our bodies because we're being sold this Bill of goods. But they're approving it. FDA's approving it. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're the food industry's lapdogs. Hey, we're going to put this in this food. Hey, what the hell, Bill? As long as you make money. Give me a little, by the way, give me a little cut of the action, okay? Oh, everybody's happy. And that's the way decisions are made in Washington is money. And, and we understand that that's, that's the way things have been, and that's the way Unfortunately, things it's been that way are, are now. Unfortunately, it's been a long, long but, time. But we're, you know, we are seeing that there is another answer to this you know we, the whole movement of the lifestyle medicine Absolutely. and eating better as as we've been talking about this whole time uh, we can see the path mm -hmm. we haven't gotten to the destination no, but yet. it's getting clearer and the road's but, getting broader but the thing is we're on the path yes we are and more and more people are are joining it's exciting the group of people that are finding their way down this path. Isn't that beautiful, isn't that beautiful? And and the changes are happening, Allie. It's true. We need to focus our energy on that aspect of it because it is true, Alan. Isn't that wonderful? Just wonderful. Ah, but you know, but, you know, what 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 do you what do you do? How, what can people at home do to kind of get themselves started down the road? Yeah, so I mean, you know, we've we've talked about you know all of this stuff that's happening to us. Well, you know, there is an action or many actions that we mm -hmm. can take mm -hmm. if you know you want to join us on this road if you're you're not there or you want to find yourself a little further down this road what can you do that's right what we're doing Alan, on our show we're empowering people by giving them knowledge and first of all you got to have knowledge before you can change and then get yourself healthy because if we want to change the world we can't pour from an empty cup we have to be healthy and whole um i, I think little things like switching from high calorie crappy snacks mm -hmm. <laughs> which are everywhere well i mean one easy step and you hear this all the time but i don't think people really take it to heart enough is drop the sugary sodas it's tough get There's, i mean yeah, switch tough. from that start drinking water start drinking oh but it didn't tea. taste good alan it doesn't have any flavor no once once you find that your system <laughs> has, has started to cleanse itself i mean you know, we you know we talk about the the, the juice cleanse or the the water or the whatever cleanse. You know, it, it's it's true that your body will change with that. Oh, and your body knows how to detox itself. And and if you just start not choosing the soda, mm -hmm. it's that's one step that mm -hmm. you can take. So Choose gradually cut off maybe a little bit of time, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. you know, you you can do that. I mean, mm -hmm. I when I chose to do that, I decided I'm Did not. You go cold turkey. I you know I'm drinking tea and water yeah maybe a little lemonade yeah but i'm making the lemonade myself and controlling oh, yeah. how much sugar i'm putting in that yeah um, you know, <laughs> let them control <laughs> now, admit, admittedly there are still times when i go you know i'd really like that soda and i will have the soda and there's nothing but wrong i with but that. i understand what i'm doing and i know that that's not my default now yeah my default is 
I'd like the water, please. Yeah. Give me a little lemon. Because you water had a, a switch went in your brain. You had your behavior mm -hmm. through, through repetition and through self-discipline and control. I've noticed that when I wanted to quit something, I slowly got. But now I got off. Got off. But now if I re-eat that food again, mm -hmm. I feel like I've poisoned myself. And I've heard this from a lot of people. They go, "Ooh, and I, I've been eating well, and when I eat something bad." They say they feel dirty inside. They feel like they're dirty, they dirtied up their body, and well, that's basically exactly what they're doing. <laughs> you know, but you don't have to beat yourself up about that. Well, no, no. and that's see, that's another problem. Now, I agree. I, I agree. We shouldn't be beating ourselves up over that because we are human. And we're going to make mistakes. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, folks. And my wife and I split a piece of chocolate cake, <laughs> but we don't make a habit of it. It was like I haven't had a piece of something like that. It's been months since we've had something like that. Mm -hmm. But this morning. I took I took our advice and I did lemon juice and you know, apple cider vinegar and I kind of got my body back into uh, a little little detox going on yeah, there. Yeah, well, yeah. But you know, replace like these fruit juicy, stupid fruit juice drinkies with added sugars to actually drink real fresh juice. You know, orange juice is toxic, Alan. Um, that, did you know that you can go online and read that most orange juices are are a year old. They all buy from the same company, Tropicana, all these people. Mm -hmm. I did a story on this. All their juice goes into what they call aseptic tanks, clean tanks. They don't hide the fact that they hold that orange juice for up to a year. And so we drink this orange juice thinking that we're getting, we're drinking the sunshine that came from, you know, that fed that plant. We didn't know. We we, it's well, a, it's well a, the only way to know that you're, you're getting that is by buying the oranges and squeezing them yourself. Oh, but Alan, that takes too much time and I've got to get back to my Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> People need me. Well, uh, I know, but I'm saying it. it's, it's choices, it's priorities. How much do you care about yourself? Well, now, how, how much do you love you, yourself? How much, you know, how much do you care about what you're putting into the world? You know, is, is what you're doing in the mm -hmm. world important enough to you to take care of yourself so that you can put your best back out into the mm -hmm. world. Because that's how we change the world, Alan. We don't change the world guy by proselytizing and trying to bend people to our will. We go out and we, we go out in society and we, because we're healthy, because we've given the food, we've eaten the food that creation and God gave us, we glow, we radiate, people sense our presence, they see our smile. We walk in a room, we brighten it up because we've allowed our light to shine brighter. That's what this is all about too. It's, it's, it's about health. Yes, it's about becoming the best you can, but it's also about becoming the light that Christ, Buddha, God, all these, all of the ascended masters uh, uh, mentioned that we uh, are. We are light. But when we don't eat well, we dim our light. Mm -hmm. We all shine brightly. Well, don't put your light under a bushel basket, but that's exactly, well, but that's exactly what it's we're exactly doing. exactly what it is. So we've been talking about lifestyle medicine this, this whole time, mm -hmm. as it turns out. The future. Uh, and, and, and as we said on our very first episode, as Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. That's right. And that's really what it's all oh, about. Getting back to it. So exciting. Alan. So the steps to beginning life, a lifestyle medicine lifestyle. Eat good food. Eat mm -hmm. real food. Eat from the earth. Mm -hmm. Fresh. Not, or, not GMO. We must underline that. Step one. Step two. Move your body. Get up. That's what your body's for. Mm -hmm. It's not meant for laying around. It's not meant to sit in front of a, a screen all day, letting garbage get soaked into your brain. Your brain is for better things than that. 
<laughs> what you watch, you absorb. So you know, be careful. <laughs> Very true, Alan. What, what else? What else do you think? Well, and then it comes back to your your thoughts and your mm -hmm. you know where where are your thoughts? Are your thoughts on the negative? Are your thoughts on the positive? Unfortunately. If you dwell on the negative, negative. you attract the negative. Boy, that's so If you dwell on the so positive, you, you bring more of the positive into your life. And whatever you bring into yourself is what you have to offer back out into right. the world. And it's not easy, Alan. It takes a moment-to-moment -moment effort to not let negative thoughts come into your mind. I mean, isn't it? I mean, I oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, you can't, it's like the concept of praying without ceasing. You almost have to be constantly aware and have a prayer on your lips to keep your thoughts pure, keep your thoughts from going negative thing. It's hard. I go there all the time and I go, why am I going down this road? And I think influences, negativity, TV, what we choose to watch, what we choose to read, being around negative people. You gotta clean it up. No, I mean, they say pray always. It, it, you can read that one way by saying pray always, you know, all the time. Mm -hmm. It also means pray in all the ways that there are. Exactly. Not just yeah. you know, getting down on your knees no, and folding your head, hands and you know, bowing your head, but by in your interactions with others, oh, your, yeah. your interactions with yourself. Everything right. you do right. is in a way a prayer. And if Absolutely. you understand that and you're yes. aware that what you are doing is at all times, a communication, mm -hmm. a conversation, if you will, with your Creator. Yes, and the angels that surround us, Alan, they're everywhere. There's always people, angels, ancestors. There's a thousand of my ancestors walking right behind me, pushing me along. You know, they're all around you. And of course, God, the the ultimate, you know. Yeah, and, and that brings us to the, the spiritual element of, <sighs> of all of this. You know, you, you must understand that you know, we are more than just our physical bodies. Mm -hmm. you, know, you have to nurture the spirit that it is the mm -hmm. true you. Mm -hmm. you, know, it, you, know, you, you. You've referred to our bodies as, as the, the earth suit, and that's, mm -hmm. that, that's a pretty <laughs> apt description. I mean, it, it is a vehicle for that which is truly you. Mm -hmm. So you know, nurture the, not just the vehicle, but the driver. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything we learn, everything we learn now, whether you believe we go someplace or not, uh, or whether this is it. Some people believe this is it, but I believe that we go on, and I do believe that the knowledge I'm getting now, where I'm, well, I will take into eternity. And there's nothing wrong with thinking. I don't, I don't think that I'm, I do believe in reincarnation. I think the books of the Bible that taught reincarnation were, were, were edited heavily. <laughs> and I think we've seen that before. And so just you know, always be aware of, of yes. what it is and that you're doing and, and who it is that you're being. Mm -hmm. And what you it, truly are in in all things, mm -hmm. and, and you know you bring that awareness to yourself, and by doing so, you learn to be in the moment. And when you're in the moment, you really are a person who is able to live right now. We sincerely hope you like what you heard, and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us, and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.